Ginger on ginger, ginger on ginger, ginger has red hair, so does Alex. Welcome to Ginger on Ginger, the show where two redhead comedians discuss a word, phrase, or concept and filter it through their gingery lens. I'm Jacob Godby. And I'm Alex Tate. Hello. Hello. How are you, Alex? I'm fine. Well, not really, but... uh... Oh, hold on. This episode is brought to you by Ennui. Are you feeling a longing for the old days? A simpler time when you felt young and free? Are you regretting all of your life choices? Try Ennui. It's always here for you, even when no one else is. Anyways, how's your dick, Alex? Dry as ever. Oh yeah, same. I've tried everything. Uh, falling in love with a coworker, staring longingly at women through the window, even complaining about it on podcasts. Damn, dude, that's rough. I'm all out of options, man. Have you tried crushing on your friends? Ugh, it's, it's always a dead end. I know what you mean. I keep getting hit on by babes wherever I DJ. You know, bridesmaids, in-laws, gilfs. But uh, none of them are the gal for me. Look at us. A couple of dudes struggling having sex with women. Relatable for everyone. Speaking of, what is our word of the day? Yeah, our word of the day is, uh, I, I don't know, uh, some shit like toilet or <gasps> dinner parties or, you know, whatever. Fuck. Mm, mm. Oh, oh, that reminds me of a story from when I was in high school and or college. Crazy. That reminds me of a story where I almost died mountain climbing or some shit. Ah, you're always almost dying doing mountain climbing or some shit. Yeah. Hey, do you think if I was more open about how much I love doing dangerous stuff outdoors, then women would like me? Oh, for sure. Do you think if I was more open about how self-motivated and creative I am, women would like me? Absolutely. We're We're straight straight white white dudes. dudes. Yay! Oh, uh, fuck. Uh, please blotter. A cab? Yes, A cab. All cats are beautiful. I wish someone would touch my pee pee. Yeah, uh, same, Alex. What's up? How are you this week? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Welcome, everybody, to the show. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's go through, let's do a roll call. Say here when I announce your name, please. We've got Trevor Cummings. Here. We've got Bree Zender. Payne. Sorry, with a hyphen in the middle. Here. It's Zender's fine. I, I don't care. <laughs> Well, it's too late. I already said it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we've got Sean Kirkpatrick. Present. And we've got Casey Chapman. Also here. Hey, all right. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the 99th episode of Ginger on Ginger. Yay! 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 You did it! 99 episodes. 99. That's as yeah. high as I can count. 99 episodes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Does anyone else understand that reference? Do you remember the song yeah, of 99 everyone knows yeah. 99 <laughs> Luft Balloons. <laughs> Everybody uh, knows 99 Red Loft Balloons. <laughs> um uh, yes, Alex and I have been podcasting for essentially 2 years at this point. Uh every single week we have missed one week and uh yeah, it's reason to celebrate. So we had you all on to chat. We got some sketches. I think every sketch except for one is all brand new written for this episode. But uh, first, what are we all drinking? Um, I have sake because it's the only <laughs> thing I have in my house. And you know what? It's pretty good. I'm enjoying it actually quite a bit. I've got a cranberry white claw surge. Um, because yeah, what's the difference? What's a surge? Well, a surge is 8% alcohol. And I figured if I was going to have to suffer through this, I'd want to be, you know, as blitzed as possible. So. <laughs> what's a regular white claw percentage? 5%. No as shit? Our, they make them eight most, now? Yeah. Wow. Um, it's wow. very syrupy and very saccharine, which I feel fits kind of your whole vibe. So 
Oh, Claude just got a manicure. <laughs> is it also? <laughs> is it saccharin compared to like a regular white claw, which kind of just tastes like soda water, you know, seltzer? So it's not sweet at all. Which I think is the secret thing about white claw. I don't know if you have all tried other seltzers, but they are not as good. White claw is the OG. White They're claw, all trash. Yeah. Excuse you? Trash. That's homophobic, and Casey, I'm going to call us, you out. <laughs> <laughs> some of us are basic white bitches, okay? And some of I us are gay. I like them, but I can't. <laughs> what, what, what are you drinking? What are you drinking, I Casey? Am, uh, I'm a masochist, so I'm going stone cold sober, drinking water. <gasps> water. I went That's... out to snowball today, so I'm like done. Oh, fair enough. Bree, what are you drinking? Um, white wine and... Um, I have a grapefruit, and I was like, "Grapefruits are red." Um, this is gingers on ginger, and so I was like, "I'm I'm going to be on theme and really just put red grapefruit juice into my white wine." And That's why we it's, love you. Bri. It's really good, and it's I don't feel anything at all. Great <laughs> story time! First time I ever puked from getting drunk was with Brie on white wine. Oh yeah, oh. we were watching The Bachelor. Aww. Yeah, yeah, oh, it was The Bachelor. Uh, I am drinking uh, peppermint moonshine. I have a single shot, so I'm going to do it. If you could give me a drum roll, please. Will you wait before? Okay. Just what? Just drink what? It. All right. We already started the drum roll. I know. But uh. <laughs> oh, explain the, explain the vessel drink. that that came in. Um, it is like an old timey little jar. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like an it old school like mason jar, right? Like an over-the-counter supplement. Yeah, I, it does. I thought it was a repurposed baby food jar. Yeah, it kind that's of what, That's that. a very accurate description, Sean. That's is it, it, is it a metal top or a plastic top? It's a metal top, too. Ah, that's, 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 quality. Top, baby. that's quality. How that is, uh, that That's is, midnight moon, right? Sean, yours is 8%. This is 40. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it uh, it's good. It burns, but it's good. I pulled up some 100-proof shit. If you're a top in a relationship and you're really, really fit, are you considered a metal top? Because you got rock, you got steely abs. No, <laughs> no. I love how the only person on our podcast that's ever been corrected on topping is like, "Hey, I'm going to start with a top joke." Yeah. <laughs> what can that, I say now? I'm a, I'm an expert now. That sets the that sets the tone for the rest of the night, doesn't it? <laughs> It does. But I want to know what you are all up to. Uh, I don't think Trevor, Bree, Casey have been on since. Uh, well, I don't think Trevor and Casey have been on. Actually, Bree, you're the only one that hasn't been on since the 52nd episode. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't even know the number of the episode I was on, but yeah, thank 52. You. <laughs> it was our anniversary. But then we had Trevor on last summer. We had Casey on in like October, Sean somewhere in there to correct Alex about uh, topping <laughs> or power bottoming. Sorry. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Get okay. it right. Yes. Um, just uh, give us all, give us a quick little blurb, Trevor. What are you up to? Oh, I'm still editing videos for a living. Uh, and I, I started drinking again, <laughs> oh, <laughs> but like, you know, like the fun kind where it's just like, I'm, you know, making cocktails. Yeah. We're like, every, Oh, we're every, two years yeah. into this. Nothing has changed. Time to start drinking again. Yeah. Yeah. I stopped for pretty much all of 2021. And then I was like, you know what? 2022 we're back. Yeah. I think that is uh, that's valid. And, and I do appreciate that you approach it from almost like a bartender's, you know, precision and curiosity. Yeah, that is. I, I I've been making drinks that I like have never heard of before, and like with liquor that I like. I made a bourbon drink the other week that I was like, I don't like bourbon or whiskey of any kind, and this drink was delicious. It was fantastic. So Great. you know, it's getting me further into 
I guess just deeper alcoholism, I yeah. suppose. <laughs> Sean, uh, Trevor said liquor, and I know what you wanted to say, so go for it. Liquor, I hardly know her. <laughs> yeah. What are you up to, Woo! Sean? <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, what am I up to? Um, yep. uh, still working at a brewery, um, and we make Kona Seltzer, which is really good. So oh, this is I have a, had that. an unsponsored plug for Kona Seltzer. Please drink it. I love it. It's delicious. Um, <laughs> not, not White Claw. No, White Claw. No, we, White Claw is our competitor. So um, please don't you tell my boss that I'm drinking White Claw. can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to send this episode goodbye. to your boss. No, God, no. What else am I up to? I don't know. Uh, I've had a crazy past couple of years, as we all have. Um, I've been feeling aimless since I wrapped up those ridiculous COVID screenplays that I was writing. When um, was that? That was like last summer. That, earlier, was, June, right? that was June 2021 was when yeah. it finally so you've been ended. able for one. half a year now. Yeah, you know, six months. <laughs> okay. But in, yeah. in in COVID year two, six months is six years. So, you know. It's uh, six only two weeks yeah, in outside exactly. of COVID time. <laughs> it was also yesterday, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I, you know, uh, things are looking as bright as they can. Great. Casey, what are you up to? Um, I like the saying, things are looking as bright as they can. That's about as positive as I can get these days. Uh, I am still cooking and still sharpening knives professionally. And I still talk a lot about how risotto is a really bad date night dinner. The number of times that has come up in conversation since our episode <laughs> is astounding. I listened <laughs> to that and I wholeheartedly agree. It's terrible, terrible. date night. It's the- funny that you bring it up, Jacob wanted asked what could he make to make sure he doesn't have sex he said he just wanted to be fat and cuddled and we were like oh my god risotto, risotto. We already know the answer. <laughs> risotto is the long-term relationship dinner i am yeah. a long-term yeah. relationship can confirm uh yeah <laughs> i've been doing a lot of stand-up lately i am gonna give myself a little shout out i will be at the roxy showcase on february 16th so oh, this won't night. be out before then what was that I said this won't be out before then. Wow. I'm, I'm done. Kidding. It's I was out here in like two just days. to get two people to come to the show, so I'm out. Sorry, February when? Uh, February 16th. Okay. Casey, did you hear our episode with Kevin Porter where he had his own take on risotto as a, as a non-sex food? He said, now you can make risotto whenever you want. You just have to have sex before you eat. I mean, that's fair, but then no matter how much I wash my hands, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, there's going to be some really dick clean? in your risotto. Suddenly you've got to, you've got to take a full shower and like you're eating at midnight. I, I can't stay up for that. I'd also suggest that if you're stirring your risotto with your hands, you're probably doing something wrong. You want to, maybe use you a, should just a, be a tougher. Spatula. Trevor, that's how my Italian grandmother does it. So you watch your mouth. We call these paddles at the end of your arms. <laughs> if you ever find a, a cook who's like too lazy to scrape out a container of something that should be saved, like you don't need to go get a spatula. It's that's you what your, your hand paddles. is. <laughs> and uh, okay, Brie, I was going to ask you what you're up to, but we're out of time, so let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, Brie. What's what's up? You you got married. I got married and I moved Ooh. to Georgia <laughs> and uh, I'm not a journalist. So everything about me is different. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm not a journalist anymore, so I don't have to be a role model to the children. Hooray! I nice. feel like Fucking an kids. Amish kid on Rumpspringa. 
and I um, go in nuts. I'm doing graphic design. That's right. Uh, that's what I'm doing now. Yeah, I, I've done a little bit of work with the Gingers on Ice and God Be Creative. Yes, yes. just a little bit, and I'm kind of just doing that now, working on uh, logos and stuff, and maybe doing a little comedy here soon. There's an improv theater uh, a few blocks away from here, actually. But we'll amazing. See. Yeah. How's the humidity? Uh, I mean, it's it's kind of cold-ish. For first of Georgia, it's cold, which is forty degrees. Yeah, we'll check <laughs> back night. in in July. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I haven't experienced that classic Southern heat yet. Um, also, I've never been to the South ever. <laughs> so, <laughs> Casey, do you have any uh, words of wisdom for Brie? Um, my condolences. Are you in like North Georgia or South Georgia? I'm in South Georgia, Savannah. Oh boy. Oh, Savannah's lovely though. <laughs> it is lovely. Yeah. But oh boy, I was really assuming you were going to say like, oh, I'm in Atlanta and I was going to say, oh, you'll be fine. <laughs> but Savannah's <laughs> lovely. We'll see how you're doing in there's August. There's the beach. Yeah. Yeah. And there's lots of trees everywhere. So there's, you can like hang out in the shade. I mm-hmm. guess lots of places uh, for bugs to hide. The roaches fly down there. Just so you know, that is a so very told, real thing. I'm yeah. I've already had a rat get into my engine of my car. Aww. So Ooh. friends. Yeah. It like, Fuck. what did you name it? I don't It would die before I could name it. Wow. It didn't morph into like a ratatouille slash monster truck well, style thing where the, the rat controls the, the car. Yeah. <laughs> the people, the, uh, we drove driven to South Carolina for like an hour to go to the beach, and uh, my car just died for no reason. It just petered out while yeah. I was doing a UE to go back to the auto shop yeah. because some rat bones, something's going on. And uh, later on, the pe- the car mechanic was like, "You've got a rodent in your engine." Is that a euphemism? <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, you know, it's the most straightforward euphemism you can have. Really, <laughs> fair enough. Uh, well. You know, put some put some rat traps in there. Yes. So so things are going really well here. Great. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, Alex, what are you up to? How are you doing, buddy? Uh, I'm pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> you sure? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You can listen to 98 episodes to figure out how. <laughs> track track your mental decline over two years. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, it's amazing how much has changed for us in two years, to be honest. I, I was thinking when it ends, I would go back and start listening from the beginning and just be like, oh, I remember that. When you were I'm, I'm uh, like bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, early yeah. 20s, and now you're a depressed yeah. mid-20s. Yeah, I was 24 when it started, and I will be 26. Aww. Or I am 26. I'll be 27 this year. Cute. Okay, are we all ready to read some sketches? Yes. Yeah. 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 Beautiful. We are going to start, everybody, with... The very first sketch I ever wrote, Aww. January 4th, 2010, over 12 years ago, it is called Evil Teacher Math Class. <laughs> I've got high expectations for this. It's not that bad, but it is also not that good. Your handwriting has gotten a lot better. For those listening, this isn't handwritten, but there's like handwritten notes on the sketch. And I assume that's your handwriting, Jacob. And it's it is really bad. It, yeah. It's gotten a lot better. <laughs> Thank you. By the title of it, you sound like a rebel. But like when you look at the handwriting, it just looks like, oh, he's a good student. It's, yeah. I was a good student, actually. Um, pretty sure I wrote this in class. I used to write sketches in class 
like handwritten so in my notebook and then I would go home and type them. I don't, I just cut out the middleman now, but <laughs> so were you inspired by an evil teacher as you were writing this in class? You know, not so much. I don't know what I was inspired by. My he- in my head, the teacher was played by Will Ferrell. So naturally, Trevor, you're going to be playing the teacher. <laughs> Lovely. I don't know where the inspiration for this game. There's not much to it. Uh, uh, Sean, you're going to be student one. Great. And uh, Bree, you're going to be student two. Okay. And um, it says there's a student three. Alex, you're going to be student three. And then I'll read the stage direction because it's like in parentheses within the dialogue and it's kind of funky because <laughs> uh, I didn't know what I was doing. So, um, yeah, it uh, it just takes place in a math class. There's no open scene or anything. <laughs> so whenever you're ready, Trevor. I really hope this All is right. like the nastiest sketch you've ever heard. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> just a little, little high school Oh, there's nothing to it. There's no jokes. Welcome, class. Sit down. As the school faculty has led you to believe, not every teacher is nice. I know. I know. This may come as some sort of shock to you. Let's try to make the most of it. (laughs) That being said, you have been summoned to some sort of evil effect. Mr. Wilson's math layer. Woo. Math. Yes. Math. I suppose so. Just be please be quiet and stay in your seat. Today, we will be learning about inverse variations. Woo! Algebra! Yes, woo, algebra. (laughs) I guess I don't see what's so fun about algebra, but whatever. Let's move on. When solving an inverse variation, xy equals k. Woo! Letters! I I think I've asked you enough. Please be quiet. Woo! Quietness. (laughs) All right, that's Ah. enough out of you. Beats student fairly (laughs) mercilessly. (laughs) Not too hard. Kicks him when he's down, looks around, drags him off camera. Sorry, class. I seem to have lost my composure, but rest assured it won't happen again. So now, the opposite of inverse is direct. When solving a direct variation, y equals xk. No, it doesn't. Um, yes, I believe it does. No, I believe it doesn't. Would you like some proof? Actually, yes, I would. Sits in chair. Okay. Walks to board. Busies herself writing a funny picture. uh, Who knows what? (laughs) And gives a nonsense explanation. So there's just dialogue not written there, apparently. There's your proof. What is that? Looks at board. Picture of a goat riding a donkey while donkey is playing guitar on a unicycle. That, Mr. Wilson, is your proof. It doesn't make any sense. Yes, it actually does. I said it didn't. Runs up, attacks student, punching till she's down, then kicking her and dragging her off camera as well, (laughs) then regains his composure. Well then, one student left. What would you like to learn? Uh, I don't care. Just don't hurt me. Oh, what's the matter, little boy? Afraid of me? Well, that's dark. Uh, uh, no. I ain't afraid of you. Oh, 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 you just broke the golden rule, Sonny. Always be afraid of Mr. Wilson. Chases student around room. Student runs out door. Mr. Wilson grabs a trident, throws <laughs> out the door. Ooh, direct hit. Looks at watch. Well, time for next class. Walks off nonchalantly. The end. <laughs> wow. You were definitely watching a bunch of Will Ferrell sketches and, and movies when you wrote that. Jesus. Yeah, there's even a trident in it. But now, yeah, 
people, everyone here has read someone else's first sketch in their lives. Is this the worst first sketch you've ever read? No. 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 <laughs> no. You know, it sort of has that like nice avant-garde sort of like um, Samuel Beckett element to it where it's sort of like experimental. I couldn't you know, agree more. It doesn't it doesn't care so much about telling a straightforward story as it does, you know, <laughs> delving into a character. I also couldn't agree more because I didn't understand what you just said. Great. Yeah. It, I mean, uh, I have a theater degree at work here, baby. <laughs> mm-hmm. Jacob, back- I just want you to know that your math teacher can't hurt you anymore. <laughs> you can tell us the story now. <laughs> I'm trying to remember, you know, when you asked me that, I was like thinking back to all my math teachers and there was one I didn't like, but she was like an old woman and was not like me. Very she violent. Just, wasn't a good math teacher and then my other two math teachers in high school were great so i don't know (laughs) repressed memories are a very real thing i'm here for you whenever you're ready also it might not have been a math teacher you could have just swapped in math teacher to you know keep it safe if someone ever read it yeah 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 it's like actually the gym teacher yeah you wrote this in a way that is kind of like oh how relatable a a math teacher who beats up students but like i'm I'm here to tell you it's not relatable (laughs) Yeah, no, you're you're not wrong. There's real algebra in there too, which is there's I nothing. I know it was. It, it seemed like it was like that was what you're working on when you're. I think writing that's it. exactly right. I think that's yeah. is exactly. I just took it right off the board. <laughs> is that why it was gibberish to me? That makes sense. Yeah, no, it was gibberish to me now as well. All right. Um, our next sketch is written by Sean. Sean, would you like to cast this sketch? Alex, you will be playing the psychic. Um, okay. Casey, you will be woman. Um, Bree, you will be stage directions, and uh, Trevor, you will be man. Okay. The Seance, written by Sean Kirkpatrick. Interior, parlor in a haunted house, night. The couple is gathered around a table, holding hands, led in a seance by the psychic. Flickering candlelight casts dancing shadows on the walls. It is pouring rain outside, with loud rolling thunder and brilliant flashes of lightning. This is some spooky shit. O spirits who haunt this home, we call out to thee. Speak to us, spirits. Channel your voice through me. Lightning flash, a loud thud from upstairs. It's working. Keep going. Spirits, I call on you. Show yourself. Follow my voice, spirits. Loud footsteps on the stairs. Then a crash at the base of the steps. The door to the parlor slams shut. Stillness. Does anyone else feel that chill? The spirit. It is in this room. Oh, spirit, speak to us. Channel your voice through me. Nothing happens. Spirit, we call out to you. Speak, I command thee. A sudden burst of wind blows out the candles. The man lets out a little shriek. Then, one by one, the candles reignite. The psychic is twitching. The spirit has entered their body. The twitching stops. The psychic looks to the rest of the group. Spirit, is that you? Yeah, mamma mia. It's me, the ghosty in your home. Oh, uh. What are? Nothing, just. Oh, it's because I'm Italian. That's a racist. No, 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 no. <laughs> Nothing like that. No, I, I don't have a racist bone in my body. Lightning flashes. Spirit, why are you haunting our home? I have the, uh, como se dice, unfinished business. <laughs> uh, can, can we help, Spirit? 
Yes, uh, you see, I uh, I died tragically before I uh, before I uh, could uh, finish my uh, my business. <laughs> <laughs> Was it the mob? You know, sleeping with the fishes and all that. The mob, uh, hey, you stupido! No, <laughs> not the, <laughs> not the every Italiano is in the mob. Then tell us, how did you die? I uh, well, I I uh, I had an accident. Uh, like you pooped your pants. A poop of my poop of my no stupid or no I uh, I broke my neck. Oh, how tragic! But I I died before I could uh, finish my business. Then let us help you move on. Okay, uh, I need you to uh, <laughs> go into uh, into uh, the kitchen. Okay. I need I need you to make me something. It's not spaghetti, is it? No! <laughs> it's a mom's favorite, famous meatball served on a bed of noodles with a homemade pasta sauce. So it's spaghetti and meatballs. Yes. <laughs> I'm confused. How will making spaghetti help you move on? It's my unfinished business. I had just made a pipe and hot plate of my mama's famous spaghetti <laughs> and the meatballs. I went to take a big bite when I had tripped. I tumbled down on the stairs and I broke my neck. Please, I just want one more taste before I move on. I guess. I guess that's reasonable. So you'll do it. You'll make me some spaghetti. Oh, no. We don't like Italian food. We're racist. We're racist. Mamma mia! <laughs> the end. <laughs> uh, that's at least a golden globe right there, Alex. I mean, as all these people know, but for those listening, if you want to laugh, make me do an accent because I can't keep it fucking consistent for more than a fucking line and a half. It was Christopher Walken at one point. It was like Bella Lugosi's. Like, <laughs> Really strong choices early. Yeah. <laughs> the okay that sounded like you're about to cry is killed me. You're like, okay. I'm sorry. I can't fucking do accent. I'm literally the worst accent person oh, that's that ever existed. That was exactly how I heard it in my head when I was writing it about about an hour ago. So good job. That was fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Sean, do you want notes? <laughs> Please. Um, so I'm in a sketch show in March, plug. Uh and this was an idea that I had, but I was like, I don't know how to fucking execute this. So I gave you this garbage. So if you uh, have any yeah, thoughts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, different ending. <laughs> <laughs> what? You don't like that they're racist? No, they can be racist. Like, they yeah. just have to have them do show it, not say it. it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they make the meatballs, but they do it with, uh, you know, I don't know. With racism. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know Classic how grandma Swedish likes meatballs. to put love into her meatballs? <laughs> we put racism. Yeah. yeah, it's race infused, tinged with race. Do you think racist meatballs would be tasty? No, they would be dry and bland. My entire family is made up of really bad cooks, so I'm going to say the racism does not help. <laughs> okay, I think that's fair. I think on the whole, most racists are not good cooks, right? Yeah, correct. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, Paula <laughs> Dean. I was going to say that right there. Maybe the only exception is Paula Dude, Dean. Dude, you put enough butter in anything and it'll it's good. be good. That's, that's Paula that Dean's so, so you're saying if I put enough butter into racism, it'll be good? No <laughs> butter, no better. I'm not saying that's what, that. That's you what are. Jacob Godby is saying. No. <laughs> Jacob Godby endorses buttering racists to make them palatable. Got it. <laughs> mm. 
It would be kind of funny just to butter some racists before a big rally, so they're slipping and sliding everywhere. <laughs> are you are you turning to cannibalism now as still a better option than racism? Like, are we yes. eating Eat racists? Racist? Yes. No, I, I was about yeah. to say I was about to say morally, which is worse, cannibalism or racism? But cannibalism has saved more people's lives than racism has. So I think that's right. Yeah. I, Jacob, I don't know if I've told you this story before, but I like to think of myself as like the closest step I can take to cannibalism without crossing that line. (gasps) I've taken a shot with a human toe in it. Oh yeah. Those are, oh. did you let it touch your lips? Because that's yeah, what you, you gotta do. To. Yeah. You can drink mm. it fast, you can drink it slow, but your lips must touch the toe is the whole mm. thing. Were you at Who's Quentin toe? Tarantino's house? <laughs> no, but that would have worked. It was a black man's toe, to be fair. Oh. Like well preserved, considering mm. it was in a pile of salt. Okay. Sorry, that's, my internet uh, went out. Yeah, no, it's okay. Welcome. I back. just I think uh, Casey Casey took a shot, uh, a drink with a toe in it. What? (laughs) (laughs) You came back just in time, (laughs) Bree. We're not going to explain anymore. Let's move on to the next sketch. I wrote this next sketch uh, inspired by a woman named Ashley in Austin. Um, We've never met, but she is part of a sketch troupe that I was in before I left. She's like running it now. And uh, she encouraged me to turn in a sketch and I made a joke that I would make her play tree number three. So I wrote a sketch called tree number three. So uh, Ashley, if you're listening, this one goes out to you. Um, Trevor, you are the director. Mm -hmm. Sean, you are tree number one. Casey, you are tree number two. Bree, you are Monica. Tree number three. Yeah, have fun with it. And Alex, (laughs) you're reading stage direction. Okay. Interior stage day. Director stands on stage addressing cast off stage. This is going to be the best Christmas pageant ever. Let's move on to the next scene where Christmas tree number one grows a new ring. Trees one and two walk onto stage. Director moves to stage right. Hey, director, how's Monica doing? Yeah, the pageant is coming up. Is she all better? Oh my God, I almost forgot. Good news, everybody. Uh, Monica, aka tree number three, has returned from her latest stay at the hospital. Monica, tree number three, walks onto the stage. She's hauling an oxygen tank, has a tube hooked up to her nose, but is smoking a cigarette at the same time. Wow, Monica, so good to see you. Welcome back. Yeah, Monica, what happened? Monica's voice is grizzled. Oh, nothing. All them can't handle. <laughs> I just had a strokey jokey, artichokey. Oh my goodness, <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. It wasn't all bad. I had the sexiest nurse you've ever seen. Did you know what they make male ones now? We've had them for a while, actually, but um, uh, we're so glad to have you back as tree number three. All right, places, and let's run the tree scene. The trees all take their places. Director exits the stage. Monica walks off the stage. Whenever you're ready. Trees one and two run to center stage. Mom, mom, little sis just grew a new ring. Monica enters, mascara newly running from her eyes. A new ring, huh? Let me see. <laughs> Look, mama, I'm one year older. Do I get a present? <laughs> no, you don't get a present. With each new ring comes mounting debt and a loneliness that only stops for the laugh of a length of a double A battery. <laughs> she takes a drag of her cigarette. Um, what? Uh, cut. 
director director jumps back on stage. What? 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 <laughs> Monica, um, you doing okay? I'm doing swelly dully in my belly. <laughs> uh, it's just that your your mascara is director motions to their eyes. Never mind. Uh, let's start over. And would you like a script, Monica? You've been gone a few weeks. No. Uh, okay, uh, let's just try and stay on script this time. Places! Trees 1 and 2 take their places. Monica goes backstage. Director exits stage. Whenever you're ready. Trees 1 and 2 run to center stage. Mom, mom, little sis just grew a new <laughs> ring. Monica appears from behind the wall, lipstick smeared across her face. A new ring, huh? Let me see. Look, Mama, I'm one year older. Do I get a present? Of course you get a present. I'll call Daddy Tree right now and tell him to pick something up on the way home. Hooray! Monica walks to the front of the stage. Mime's picking a phone up. Chester, yes, yes. Another ring, yes. (laughs) Pick up a gift for your daughter. I don't know, an ornament or something. No, not nipple piercings. You think that's appropriate? Trees one and two's faces drop. Do not even start with about how saggy my rings are. These rings climb atop your wrinkly old trunk three nights a week, just so you can step all over and then fall asleep. <laughs> no! You know what? Don't come home tonight. Come tonight. Excuse me. That's right. Do not come home tonight. I'm calling your brother. She forcefully hangs up the phone and takes a drag from her cigarette. She looks back at trees one and two. Papa's stuck at work, kiddo. Draw me a bath. Tree one breaks character. (laughs) What is happening? Director hops on stage. I'll tell you what. Let's move on to the next scene. Monica, you just watch for a little while. Kick it backstage. Maybe study the script, and we can Kick come back to this scene. At the I can't end believe I wrote that. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Did I do something wrong? Well, uh, you're not following the script at all. I didn't realize you wanted me to. <laughs> that is what a play is. Well, let's try one more time. Now that I know what you want me to do, I got this. Places. Director exits the stage. Trees 1 and 2 take their places. Monica goes backstage. Whenever you're ready. Trees 1 and 2 run to center stage. (laughs) Mom, mom. (laughs) Little sis just grew a new ring. Monica appears from backstage, this time missing a shoe, part of her wardrobe, and the oxygen tube is loosely wrapped around her neck. What keeps happening back there? A new ring, huh? Let me see. Look, Mama, I'm one year older. Do I get a present? Of course you get a present. I'll call Daddy Tree right now and tell him to pick up something up on the way home. Hooray! Monica walks to the front of the stage. Mime's picking up a phone. Chester, your beautiful daughter grew a new ring. Can you pick her a gift up? Lovely. See you soon. Monica walks back to tree one and two. Mama, I don't want to wait till dad gets home for a gift. Yeah, me neither. Oh, you little shits want something new, eh? She looks around the stage before noticing the cigarette in her own hand. Here, you degenerates. This is called a cigarette. You place it in your mouth. She places it in her mouth. (laughs) Inhale. 
and it makes the world's pain go away for a little while. She hands it to Tritu. You'll have to share. I only got one. Tritu takes it and then looks at the director. Do I have to smoke this? I cut. Director cut. runs on stage. Monica, I'm so sorry to have to do this to you, but we're going to move on. Monica screeches and starts crying wildly. <laughs> no, 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 no. I have value. <laughs> uh, yes, we know you do. We all love you. We're just we're just running out of rehearsal time. Monica looks the director in the face, grabs her oxygen cord and holds the cigarette towards the end that releases the oxygen. Don't make me do this. <laughs> Blackout. <laughs> what the fuck, Jacob? <laughs> oh, that's not journey. even the weirdest thing I've written that we're reading tonight. Oh, man. Oh, great, great job. How's your throat after that? Goodness. I'm sweaty. <laughs> Bree, amazing job. Thank you. You did yeah. great, but I would like to say there was one line you read exactly like Yoda. And I just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not surprised. I'm glad I kind of I took it slow in a lot of the lines because I was like I need to like I was taking like one full breath per word and I was like <laughs> I, I guess you want yeah <laughs> who knew also Crazy that Sean could wring laughter out of just repeating the same phrase <laughs> four times <laughs> Jeez, Elise, that one got me that was a good one uh, great Thanks. job. <laughs> um, the next sketch Sean sent me, and I don't know if Bree realized it, but uh, it's written <laughs> no. by Bree. I did not know this. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Sean and Bree, do you want to cast this one? Let's see. I can't remember what you, who you were originally were, Sean. Were you Jimmy or Johnny? Um, I was Jimmy. Okay. So, you're Jimmy. Um, Great. How about Jacob is Johnny? Um. Uh, Alex, do you want to be Bob the Gazelle Gibson? Yeah. Only if I can oh, read the, it like... Bob the Gazelle it. Greenberg, excuse me. Yeah. Um, and then there's like... I did not write a cast list at the beginning of this. This is like... This is old. Maybe it's okay. like my second sketch I ever wrote. We surprised um, you with it. There's I think no, there's a Maureen. There's Maureen. Yeah, there's Maureen. Um, Casey, do you want to be Maureen? Gotcha. And um, let's see. Trevor, do you want to do stage directions? I don't think there's very many. There's Yeah, it doesn't. Uh, I, that's fine. I can... I'm so on I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, in the 52nd episode, we read Say Nope to Dope, right? Yes, that is why I sent oh, you yeah, this, this one was, when I found it. Yeah, because this, this was, was the, the follow-up to Say Nope to Dope. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it's like 80s-style PSA after-school special. We read this in Bad Sketches because we were talking about old, like sketches that we did at the stensored and stuff um yeah, and yeah, since yeah. we since we did that one when i found this one i had to send it in to be like oh nice little parallel yeah a little nice little so bookend here uh, so yeah I'll, i think i have the the music brief um but i'll let you know so let's jump in okay sure say no great nation to masturbation by breeze hey johnny sit down let's wrap Tubular, Jimmy. Did you see that new Janet Jackson music video on the MTV? Oh, yeah. That jam was fly. It gave me a tingly feeling down there in my swimsuit zone. Do you know what would make that tingly feeling even better? I don't know. What? Jerking off. Jerking off? What's that? Time out. Hi. I'm three-time hurdling bronze medalist Bob the Gazelle Greenberg. 
Jimmy's in a tough spot. Johnny here just suggested he commits masturbation. You may know masturbation from its street names, like rubbing one out, whacking it, voodoo intercoursing, milking the cow, or the devil's touches. What Jimmy doesn't know is how dangerous masturbation can be. What would you do in this situation? A. Masturbate with Johnny. B. Don't <laughs> masturbate with Johnny. Or C. Walk away and find a responsible adult. That's right, C. Walk away and find a responsible adult. Let's take a look at what Jimmy decides to do. I don't know, Johnny. I've never masturbated before. <laughs> never? Gosh, that's a shame. Fondling your foreskin is rad. Well, how do I do it? Here, I'll show you. They turn around and begin masturbating. <laughs> Whoa, guys. Take five. Uh-oh. <laughs> Jimmy just made a real unintelligent decision. He wasn't informed of the dangerous facts about masturbation. This may seem like an unimportant choice to Jimmy, but masturbation only once will affect you for the rest of your life. Wowza! I feel great! Thank you for introducing me to the joys of masturbates. Goes blind. Hey, who turned out the lights? Jimmy, are you okay? I don't feel so good. I've gone blind from all the masturbating. Even though I can't see, I still have the urge to relieve my erection. I think I might be addicted to masturbating. Runs off stage. I remember when I first tried polishing my peen. Now I can't stop either. That's right. One of the dangers of masturbation is immediate addiction. <laughs> addiction is a very difficult disease to get over. It can happen after just one single masturbation. Soon, you won't be able to control yourself, and you'll find yourself masturbating in places like the park, the grocery store, or even church. I know I've been there. <laughs> Other dangers of masturbating include immediate blindness and sudden, gradual insanity. <laughs> what will Jimmy and Johnny do 10 years from now when they have a family? Jimmy and Johnny enter, carrying babies. Oh, hey, Johnny. Hi, Jimmy. How's your baby doing? Baby? What baby? Well, you have one in your hands. Oh, whoops. I can't even see my baby anymore. I went blind because all, all of my masturbating. Me too. I used to like things, such as women's personalities and boxing. <laughs> but now, <laughs> all I can do is smoke marijuana cigarettes and touch myself. <laughs> Not to mention all the sexual intercourse with my own hands has made me go clinically insane. <laughs> I think I'm going to die soon. I just hope my baby doesn't get addicted to the sweet, sweet strokes. And now, the masturbating has killed me. Suddenly dies. My only regret is that I spent all this time masturbating myself. I never actually had intercourse with another person. I don't know which is worse. The regret or my chafed penis. <laughs> <laughs> nice. 
dies. <laughs> Look at Jimmy and Johnny now. They are dead. Masturbation did this to them. Their hopes and dreams now gone. Masturbating is the number one killer of Americans, <laughs> taken from a study conducted by the BS Institute. I lost all three of my bronze medals because of my <laughs> masturbation addiction, but I got help, and I went to a rehabilitation center to cure me of my illness. I was one of the lucky ones. Now, I'm just a registered sex offender. <laughs> <laughs> masturbation addiction and or masturbation death could easily happen to you. So next time, think twice about giving the Jiggle Jiggle a try. Now, let's see how this situation could have been handled a little differently. Jimmy and Johnny are in the present. Say, Jimmy, how about we shake some lizard? No, thank you. I've heard that masturbation can be deadly. Smiles to camera. Thumbs up. Come on, don't be a... Chicken? I'm not choking the chicken, and you're a turkey. Fine then, suit yourself, lame-o. Maureen, Johnny's girlfriend, walks on stage. Oh, hey, Johnny. What are you doing, Maureen? Oh, I'm just going to the roller rink to work on my thighs. What are you doing, Johnny? I was just about to go blow my load, <laughs> babe. Ew, gross. I don't go steady with masturbation heads. Are you totally breaking up with me? Yes. Hey, Jimmy, what are you doing this weekend? I was thinking about hitting up the strip mall to bedazzle my denim jacket. <laughs> Do you want to go with me? Of course I would. As long as we wear helmets while on our bicycles. What else would I wear on my head? We'll learn about bike safety in cassette 23 of this video series. <laughs> For now, kids, remember that you could die from toggling your joystick. So say no, great nation, to masturbation. I'm Bob the Gazelle Greenberg, and this has been episode 22 of Teaching, teaching Your Teens the Right Way. Teaching the Right Way. Blackout. Beautiful. I was laughing so much, not at my own sketch, but I, I haven't read this in a very long time and I've forgotten yeah. everything that was in there. This, yeah, man. I, was, I, I think I really this would be incredibly sketch. effective in the 80s. Yeah. I, this would have scared me from masturbation. I know for oh, sure. For sure. Yeah. Can I take a quick <laughs> Still don't masturbate. of what everyone's favorite euphemism used in that sketch was? Because I oh. definitely am partial to like the classic choking of the chicken. Yeah, I really like that, that, that one. That one's for sure my favorite. The Devil's Touches. <laughs> devil's Touch. I liked uh, toggling your joystick a lot. That's a good one. You know, jiggle, jiggle. I remember when I was writing that sketch that I was taking a survey of the different Stensrud members of different euphemisms they've heard for masturbating. And um, I had never heard of choking the chicken, actually. Uh, that was th my very first time learning about that. <laughs> I can't remember who told me about it. <laughs> hey, Casey, are you there? I am. Okay, because you're... Oh, you're, oh. oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> video, you you video just pop something in about magic. Oh, fun. But as long as you can hear us and talk, then that's fine, because this next sketch is all about you, girl. Oh, great. Cool. So, I, I want to preface this, right? Uh, there's a lot going on in this sketch. It ended up being 11 pages long. It's like <laughs> the longest thing I've written in a long time. It's a one-act um, play. 
it is a parody of Queer Eye called Ginge Eye. <laughs> and my intention, Casey, was that I wanted to write you a sketch kind of like Brie got, where it's like this showcase, you know, like, oh, uh, let's let Brie do a fun character. And then I, you end up playing yourself in this. And I'm so, so sorry. <laughs> this is this is what it turned into. I want you to know that uh, I took some details from your life, but not very many. And if you feel judged, it is not. On purpose, I, d- I love you. You're great. Uh, and the joke. I'm going to cry myself to sleep regardless. So, you know, at least I'll know what you really think of me. Yeah. <laughs> Jacob Dobby is a true feminist ally. The <laughs> joke here is, should be on Alex and I. So if it feels opposite, let me know after the sketch and we'll discuss. But I think I've done you justice, but also I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> so much prefacing. Let's get into yeah. it. Alex, as yeah. dude douche bro as possible. So okay. just be yourself. I thought yes. that was his character's name. <laughs> his character's name is Alex. <laughs> yeah, I thought I thought it was dude douche bro, but okay. Yeah, I was like looking for it, and I'm like, I don't see that person. That's what your birth certificate says, right, Alex? It is. Yeah, <laughs> I I came out, and the doctor went, "Oh, another failure." Yikes. <laughs> they couldn't decide between Kyle or dude douche bro. So they're, like, <laughs> they're like, somebody get him his gold chain and he's going to wear his hat backwards, but not, but not oh, on his head. Pound it back monsters, dude. Okay. <laughs> Keep the hat on backwards for this. Um, Bree, you are reading stage direction. Everyone else plays themselves except for Trevor who plays Jonah and news announcer. <laughs> uh, Jonah is actually Casey's partner. So I apologize to Jonah as well. Oh, I'm very excited now. <laughs> I also do. Okay, I'm very uh, when, sorry. Whenever you're ready, Bree. <laughs> okay. Jinjai by Jacob Godby. Interior, Jinjai truck. Day. Alex and Jacob drive a lifted Dodge Ram pickup through the streets of Missoula, Montana. Jacob reads from an iPad with a case covered in flames while Alex drives. Our assignment this week is 27-year-old Casey Chapman. Alex honks and yells out the window. Fuck you. Move over. It says here she's a chef, she sharpens knives, and she loves independent film. Alex slams on the brakes. See you in hell, asshole! We see out the windshield. There's four or five cars on the road in front of them. Jinjai theme. During the theme, Alex and Jacob do a variety of straight things. They throw a football back and forth. Alex mows a yard while Jacob whacks the weeds. Alex takes a bite out of a cheeseburger. Jacob bites a pulled pork sandwich. They lean on each other to pose for the final shot, but then realize they're touching each other and shake their heads and walk away from one another. (laughs) (laughs) Exterior, Casey's house, day. Jacob and Alex lifts lifted Dodge Ram, pulls up to the house. Casey and her partner, Jonah, smile and wave. Alex shuts the truck off, and he and Jacob jump like three feet off the ground. (laughs) Alex walks towards Casey with his <laughs> arms wide open. Where's my hug? <laughs> Casey looks around and then hesitantly goes in for a hug. Alex wraps his arms around her and brings her in. Jacob brings Jonah in for a bro hug. What's up, bro? Sick exterior. Alex lets Casey go and then steps back and looks down at his crotch. Uh-oh. Boner alert. <laughs> Alex talking head. Word to the wise, always tuck up. <laughs> Exterior, Casey's house. Um, you guys want to come inside? Hell yeah. 
Everyone moves inside the house. Alex reaches down his cargo shorts to adjust. <laughs> Interior, Casey's house, day. Everyone stops in the doorway. Casey shows off her living room. This is the living room. Jacob immediately spies on the DVD collection and runs to the TV. Is that The Simpsons season seven? He picks it up. <laughs> Alex, they've got The Simpsons season seven. That's like the third best one. Jacob, talking head. We walk in and they got The Simpsons season seven on DVD. <laughs> I just know this is going to be a great week. Go. <laughs> Interior, Casey's bedroom, day. They enter Casey's bedroom. This is my bedroom. It's kind of like my happy place where I go to unwind at the end of the night. <laughs> Jacob jumps on the bed and lays down. Scene of the crime. <laughs> <laughs> he points at Jonah, who has poked his head in. He knows what I'm talking about. Jacob flits his tongue about. Jonah looks to Casey, who's who has a look of despair and mouths, I don't know what's happening. Let's see your closet. Of course. Interior, Casey's closet, day. They enter Casey's closet. I really enjoy thrifting and trying out cool combos. Yeah, I see that. Not a single Monster Energy shirt in here, though. Interior, Casey's bathroom, day. Jacob rifles through Casey's bathroom. We got shampoo, conditioner. He picks up a box and jumps back, throwing it across the room. Oh, shit! The camera zooms in on it. It's a box of tampons. <laughs> <laughs> Interior, Casey's living room, day. Casey, Jonah, Jacob, and Alex stand in the living room. All right, let's get this weekend started. Casey, you come with Jacob and I. Jonah, we put you up in the sickest motel we could find. Heart-shaped hot tub in the room. You ready, Casey? I guess. They start to walk out of the living room. Casey looks back to Jonah and mouths, help me. Bumpers. Alex and Jacob lower an engine block into a hot rod. Interior. <laughs> hair salon. Day. Alex and Casey walk into a hair salon. Sean, as offensively stereotypically 1980s comedy movie gay as possible, runs over. Hello! <laughs> oh my god, I am living for your death. <laughs> <laughs> Casey smiles wide. Finally, someone normal. <laughs> It's so nice to meet you. Sean hugs Casey. What's up, Sean? Thanks for helping us out. Sean goes in for a hug, but Alex aggressively steps back. <laughs> oh, whoa, 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 whoa. What, what are you doing? What are you doing there? Whoa. They awkwardly high five. Sean looks to Casey. Let's get you in the chair. Cut to Casey in the chair. Jesus Sean Christ. feels through Casey's hair. These locks are absolutely gorge. I literally want to slurp them like spaghetti. Oh, wow. Thank you. I Carbs, 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 girl. Do not let me eat your hair. <laughs> Sean laughs, then grabs some of Casey's hair and puts it in their mouth. Nom, nom, nom. <laughs> <laughs> Casey makes a worried face directly into the camera. Title card, three hours later, Sean licks their head and fixes up the latest, the last bang on Casey's head. You ready, girl? Casey nods. Sean turns Casey around so she can see herself in the mirror. Her hairstyle is exactly the same, except <laughs> now her hair is bright orange. <laughs> wow. Do you love it? Um, say you love it. Say you love it for me. Please say you love it. Say you love it with a maraschino cherry on top. Say you love it with a wax bready twink on bottom. <laughs> I love it. 
Hearts. Alex enters. Oh my god! It looks incredible! <laughs> Bumper. Alex and Jacob milk a cow and then drink milk from a bottle. <laughs> uh, interior, Adam and Eve, day. Ooh. Alex, or excuse me, Jacob and Casey with bright orange hair walk into an Adam and Eve. What are we doing here? I heard you've been having a little trouble in the bedroom. Did Jonah say that? He didn't have to. Your house didn't smell like sex at all. That's not true, though. We love each other very much. Jacob lowers his voice. Just play along for the cameras, please. I don't want to be here. Oh, come on. It'll be fun. Can we leave, please? Jacob sighs. <sighs> yeah, okay. He slips back into his bro voice. We're going to head out and update Casey's wardrobe. Thank you. She walks out of frame. Adam and Eve employee walks out <laughs> of the storeroom carrying a massive, very veiny dildo. <laughs> Jacob looks back at her and makes the cutting across his neck motion. Bumper. <laughs> Jacob and Alex do push-ups at the gym. <laughs> Interior, military surplus store, day. <laughs> Jacob and Casey enter. What are we doing in a military surplus store? Two words, camo, flush. <laughs> Casey steps out of the dressing room, dressed head to toe in camouflage. Her bright orange hair, the only exposed item. These clothes are really hot. Is there anything here that weighs less? Jacob wipes away a tear. No. It's perfect. Bumper. A penis exaculates onto a woman's breast. <laughs> Family show, huh? Exterior. Casey's house. Day. <laughs> Jacob and Casey jump out of the truck. Alex and Jonah stand outside the house. Welcome back. Casey immediately runs over to Jonah and they hug like the, they've both been through hell. Casey, how was your week? It was terrible. Can I please just go inside? You're in luck, because while you and Jacob were picking out clothes, I re redid the inside of your home. Casey looks at Jonah. It can't be that bad, right? Let's go in and take a look. Interior, Casey's living room, day. They all enter. The entire room is decorated like a 45-year-old man's basement. There's a pool table, a bar <laughs> stocked exclusively with whiskey, a pile of porno mags in the corner, <laughs> and a neon sign hanging that says man cave. Oh. My God. I know, right? And that's not all. Interior, Casey's bedroom, day. They enter Casey's bedroom. It is now, it now has a thick 70s shag carpeting, velvet wallpaper, and a framed photo of Burt Reynolds. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, yes. And check this out. He slaps the mattress and it shakes like jello. <laughs> <laughs> That's a vintage waterbed right there. Uh. <laughs> Alex, may I? Oh, yeah. I almost forgot the best part. Jacob flips the light switch and a black light turns on. Oh, <laughs> there's white handprints everywhere leading to the wall, which spells out Alex was here. Alex shrugs. <laughs> okay, time to move on. <laughs> Interior Casey's kitchen day. They enter the kitchen. Last but not least, you said you'd like to cook, so I had the entire kitchen kitchen stocked for you. He opens a cupboard. It's entirely filled with loaves of bread. <laughs> Jacob, show him the inside of the fridge. Jacob opens the fridge. It's entirely full of deli meat and craft singles. 
<laughs> Even Jacob looks at the camera and tugs at his collar in a who boy fashion. <laughs> well, Casey and Jonah, what do you think? You need to leave. That's not very nice. You have completely destroyed my life. It is time for you two toxic ginger fucks to get out of here. Oh, come on. We didn't mean it. Yeah, we were just trolling. <laughs> Exit my house now. Jacob and Alex hang their heads and walk out. Okay. Sorry. They fully exit. Casey hugs Jonah. I'm so sorry. I had no idea what would happen. Kind of into the orange hair, though. Title card, one year later. Interior, Casey's living room, night. Casey, hair back to normal, watches TV. She flips through a few channels until she sees something that catches her eye. Hosts of Spike TV's popular lifestyle show, Ginge Eye, Jacob Godby and Alex Tate, will be headed to prison for seven years <laughs> after their involvement in the Capitol insurrection back in February 2020. Casey smiles and relaxes. Jonah brings her a sandwich on a plate and sits next to her. On TV, we see a photo of Jacob taking a shit on a senator's <laughs> desk. Then, a photo of Alex drinking hams while peeing on a pile of papers. Fuck those stupid gingers. Fade to black. <laughs> oh. There's yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah, process yeah, yeah. there. Was I, <laughs> that was a fucking journey, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm going to go book my therapy appointment right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, should, I should book mine as well, probably. <laughs> An incredibly bold move to cancel yourself right before your last episode. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 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 you can't cancel me because I already did it. <laughs> I, as I was writing, I was like, oh, this makes Alex look so bad. And he came off so good. <laughs> yeah, you're the horrible you're one. The horrible I know. Alex was that? like, miss. He, it's because he didn't do a hard enough voice. It wasn't aggressive enough. Voice. Uh, uh, right, no, right. It's... That's what it is. Sorry. No, he, I, Alex, you came reason. off as like just misguided. My guy was like actually evil. <laughs> <laughs> that is the sharpest self takedown that I think that I have ever <laughs> encountered for everybody involved. Jeez Louise. I'd also say wax the weeds, probably one of the better uh, uh, masturbation, masturbation. Yeah. <laughs> euphemisms, and it wasn't even a masturbation sketch. I was just thinking if we made this for real, there's no way I could get through filming those bumpers without like crying. <laughs> yeah. oh, I thought you were going to say without coming. <laughs> well, you need that for the last bumper. I could tell that when you were all laughing that you were like worried for my sanity and, and that's that's slightly, valid. Slightly. That kitchen scene, you were, none of you were all afraid to laugh and that's okay. Oh. If you do I have might. a framed photo of Burt Reynolds for me though, I will put that up. I have, like there were a few things in there that were just realistic enough to keep me rooted, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I like velvet, uh, velvet wallpaper. Yeah. And yeah. I'm yeah. In. Oh my that's God. my aesthetic. Plus Burt Reynolds. Waterbed. I, I mean... Uh. You can't go wrong. I'm sorry, but my favorite joke is that Alex wrote Alex was here in come on your wall. <laughs> of course it is. But that's like, I was, I, I'll be honest with you. I didn't understand that purely because in my first head, I, er, in my first head, my first thought was. First uh, head's the one up here. Second head's yeah. the one down below. <laughs> my first thought was, there's no way I come enough to spell that out. Uh, <laughs> sure. Sure. <laughs> Valid concern. Oh, no, no. <laughs> I just really enjoy that, like, 
just the sheer amount of stage directions that were there. <laughs> there I've were never lot. had like a monologue of stage direction before. <laughs> yeah. And I, re- I feel really uh, honored that I was picked to, yeah, I <laughs> to think read that's out why... all the bumpers in particular. <laughs> I think that's why it's so long. I think if you actually wa- filmed that and watched it, it would be about six, six and a half minutes yeah, long. It's but like, it's like, Interior, yeah. Casey's bedroom. They enter into Casey's bedroom. This is my bedroom. You know? <laughs> uh, I've never... That was also just like the perfect blend of horror and comedy. Um, I, got, <laughs> I got scared like each... Okay, great. What's going to happen in this next scene? Yeah, the tension oh building was impressive. <laughs> Thank where you. Will the, yeah. Where will this go right, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, I just... I mean, if we had two small notes, if you want my character to be eviler... I feel like he should be proud about his stuff. You know, Casey, Casey goes like, oh, my God, did you write your name on my wall? And I'm like, in my cum. I wrote my name <laughs> in your, on your wall in my cum. Like, just like spell it out. And people are like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. So the note for that sketch is somehow to go further, which <laughs> seems impossible. But it also I feel like that sketch could have worked perfectly well. If it was none of your real names, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. I just, uh, yeah, I thought that originally, Casey, it was just going to be like a straightforward Queer Eye parody. And then it, it turned away from bad. You. And oh, I was already halfway through it. I thought you were coming for me a lot more seriously with this. She also likes independent film. I'm like, oh, man, I'm about to just get <laughs> shit on in this skit. No, was, no, no, not at all. Was her hair dyed bright orange because she's also becoming a ginger? Yes, it's a part of the makeover. The, okay. That was the original idea of the entire sketch was Alex and I just do really gingery things. And then Sean made, I, oh, and then Sean sent me the cold opening where we make jokes about us being straight a bunch. <laughs> and that inspired the direction that it ended up taking. <laughs> there you Great. go. Yeah. Um, I, I just want to apologize to the entire LGBTQ community for <laughs> uh, selling us out. I am so sorry. As, <laughs> as a bisexual woman married to a man, I, I can speak for the entire LGBTQ community. And we say mm-hmm. we accept your apology. <laughs> Yes. Thank you. That means a lot. Yes. That You're is welcome. a sketch I would not have uh, anyone else read. Could I, Could you imagine <laughs> taking that into a room of people you're not close friends with? <laughs> Just like, yeah, this is horribly, uh, I don't know the word I want to use, uh, cishet. It's the most cishet sketch possible. Yeah. Um, next Beautiful. up, Alex gets to do another uh, accent. Am I right? <laughs> right. Uh, maybe. So this sketch is called sex scene um uh we're gonna keep with the trend uh trevor you're playing director um oh trevor i wanted to say great job as director in tree number three that was a very lived in role for you oh You've thank you yeah been i really the frustrated director before <laughs> yeah it'll and in that role as director in tree number three is going to really inspire this role in sex scene it's the same director let's put it that way um <laughs> So your director, uh, Jacob is Chan, Alex is Garrick, um, Casey is Linda, I'll be Mark, and then Brie, can you do stage directions? Awesome. Because you it. were so good at it in the last one. <laughs> so, so good. good. <laughs> you slayed, sis. Thank you. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Sean, eating the fucking hair like spaghetti. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a mom. It's an accidental callback. We got two spaghettis in this. We episode. do. Yeah, it's a you lot of sp- ran- heavy spaghetti joke episode. Yes, our spaghetti. ideas ran very parallel to each other in this uh, 
in this episode. We got to stop texting each other while we're writing sketches. True. That's the problem. True. Good point. Good point. Ginger on Ginger, sex scene, written by Sean Kirkpatrick. Interior, bedroom, film set. Mark and Linda, two Hollywood actors, are in their underwear, talking to the director. All right, you two. Today we're filming the big sex scene, and apparently in this new PC Me Too world, we got to use something called an intimacy coordinator. So um, please welcome the two highest rated intimacy coordinators that $300 can buy. Chan and Garrick saunter onto the set. Clear the set. Intimacy coordinators coming through. McWay, McWay. Uh, you must be our little playthings for the afternoon. Uh, Mark, Linda, please meet. Sean and Garrick. Sean? Sean! That's not a name. And I'm Garrick with an ack. Right. Uh, let's dive right in, shall we? Lead us to where the funking will occur. The director walks them over to the bed in the middle of the set. Sean and Garrick circle it. Mmm, strong vibes, yes. I'm getting erotic. I'm getting aroused. I'm getting horny. Mm, a splendid place for a sex zine. Perfectly splendid. Right. So I was thinking we could have Linda lay down here and Mark would... No, absolutely not. Absolutely not at all. You buffoon. You, you twit, you goon. You fool. What a dum-dum you are. We shan't be putting the woman on bottom. We shan't, we shan't at all. I, uh, what, what do you suggest then? Something like this, Garrick. John leaps backward onto the bed, spreading his legs out wide. Garrick <laughs> leaps on top of him, smashing his crotch into Sean's. <laughs> <laughs> Linda, uh, uh, what is your character's name? Martha. And you, Mark, my dear boy, your character's name? Frank. Chun starts moving his hips in small circles. So I'm Frank here on my back. <laughs> <laughs> Completely exposing my pebus for sweet little Markna. Martha. That's what I said. So, Marsha, you would then. Garrick starts smashing his pelvis hard into John's taint. Oh, yes. Flonk. Funk my with a vagina. <laughs> with your fat, greasy chalk, you deep in my tight puss puss. <laughs> Take it. Take it, marble. Take my fat, greasy chalk, you slant. <laughs> Joan and Garrick are thrusting wildly into each other, shaking the bed and moaning like mad. Okay, it's happening for me. It's happening for me. No, I did not get there. Joan and Garrick stops. Stop. Sorry. Is it too sensual? We can tone it down. Yes, please, because whatever you just did is, is not what I want for the scene. What if we try it with Marg and Linda instead? Oh, God. Uh, that could do. Come here, my sweets. Chon and Gareth each, uh, excuse me, help Mark and Linda onto the bed. Lindo, let's try you on your side. Like this? She lays on the bed. No, no, like this. Chon lays on his side, sticking his butt up way <laughs> in the air. This way, Mark can. Chon waves at Garrick, who quickly mounts... Chon and starts jackhammering him. Take it, you bitch. You take my fat, <laughs> greasy chalk, you binge. Oh, yep. Oh, yep. I love your fat, greasy chalk. Funk my wet little vagina. <laughs> Wait, dear Lord, stop. Please stop. 
Garrick slows his hump down his humps. <laughs> oh, I get it. You want the sex scenes to be more like. <laughs> Garrick flips around so that he is 69 in chon. Oh, Jespin, I love the taste of your gooey gash spot. I love slobbing your fat geesey chalk. Oh, no. I'm oh, going to sploot. Chon and Garrick thrust into each other's mouths in a loud simulated <laughs> climax. Uh, that, that's enough. No, absolutely not. Get off my set. Go. You're fired. Chon and Garrick look dejected. Uh, we understand. Come, brother. <laughs> Perhaps, <laughs> perhaps you can find work in Papa's coal mine. John and Garrick slowly walk off the set, their heads hanging low. Linda looks to Mark, who looks to the director. The director turns away. Wait, John, Garrick, don't go. John and Garrick stop. They turn to Linda. I know it wasn't right for the film, but I kind of like the way you two funk. It's loud and messy and rather gross. But gosh darn it, a girl wants what a girl wants. Would you two be interested in maybe tearing this ass up sometime? Really? You mean it? <laughs> Mine too. You can smash this ass six ways to Sunday. If you want. Mark and Linda look back to the director. <sighs> I'd be lying if I said I didn't want to get funked too. Then come over here and give me that fat, greasy chalk. We've got a sex in the film. End. Great job. <laughs> My favorite part, part was like the slow reveal that they were brothers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, so after I wrote this and sent it to Jacob, I was like, oh, this is just creepy gingers. This is oh, just... Yeah. <laughs> Your recurring Ooh. characters. That's why, so, as soon as I read Come Brother, I could not stop myself from reading that in my creepy ginger's voice. So. <laughs> you did read a few lines earlier, like just like Christopher Walken. Yeah. It's, it's, it's one of the accents that I slip into when my brain doesn't know what to do. It goes right into Christopher Walken. I don't think I've been as red as I've been, like, ever in my life. <laughs> definitely not the last few years because I don't go outside. Yeah, oh. I my favorite words were uh, "gagina" and "gush spot." Uh, I really enjoyed "fremk." <laughs> Fremk. <laughs> I didn't write that with accents in mind, but it works so much better with accents. You didn't. So. You didn't you write did. that with German no. accents in mind. No, not at all. What? I was so. Uh, the joke, I was trying to do a sequel to the OnlyFans sketch that I did for you guys yeah. uh, in the previous one. And so it was just more, I was trying to find nonsense for wow. genitalia and, and funking. What um, would that sketch have been if we just read it? <laughs> just it's, no, again, it's it's better. Like, this is the best part about, like, writing shit and giving it to someone. Is why, like, why did we oh, go yeah. with German, Alex? Why was that, like, because I read Chon and Garrick and Fremk, and yeah, I was, I was like, like, oh, that's oh, German. No, this is going to drain us real fast. <laughs> it, was, it was the natural choice, I think. No, oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's okay. Anyone can do a German accent. You said That's we fine. were going to do an accent, and then your first line was German, and I was like, all right. Thank God I didn't have to come up with it because it would have been implaceable. Yeah, if you're a bad guy in a world war, you're free game. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you lost both world wars. Oh, only because you, you lose, Jacob? Not the bad guy part? Yeah. yeah Wait, if you're I, a I'm, bad guy. I'm piling on. I'm not, I'm not erasing <laughs> what Bree said. I'm piling on. Okay, the last sketch is called The Lounge Singer. I've written it. Alex, you are Micah. Bree, you are Emily. Casey, you are Sheila. 
Trevor, you are Drew. Try and keep track of all these <laughs> white names. <laughs> um, I will be Scott. Sean, you are the host who has like one line and the stage directions. Great. The Lounge Singer by Jacob Godby. Interior, lounge, evening. Micah, Emily, Sheila, and Drew sit around a table. Upscale restaurant. They're smiling and having a good time. So then I told Emily's dad, no, I haven't fucked your daughter. We found your grandson in the dumpster. Everyone at the table laughs. laughs. Don't worry. He did not say that. Everyone laughs again. <laughs> She's right. I didn't say it, but, you know, I wanted to. I, I wanted to. Everybody laughs again. <laughs> Sheila raises a glass. But seriously, Micah and Emily, you two are our best friends. I and we're know what this so is. excited. I fucking know what this is. <laughs> to celebrate your eighth wedding anniversary with you tonight. We didn't think you would make it this far. God damn Everyone it. Cheers. <laughs> cheers. 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 They all take a sip from their glasses. You know, babe, I'm getting a little seven-year itchy. Emily scoffed. <laughs> no, you're not. You're right. It's the herpes. Everyone laughs. <laughs> Emily mouths, it's not. Micah mouths, yes, it is. On stage. God damn it. <laughs> I fucking knew it. Hello, everybody. Thank you for dining with us tonight here at Freddy Fish's Tartar Palace. We've got a very <laughs> special lounge singer here tonight. Please welcome Randy Randy. Randy Randy walks on stage. He stands oh, way too close to the mic. Hello. <laughs> I will use my mouth to make noises now. At table. Do we know that guy? He does look super familiar. On stage. My first song is a very personal one. Here we go. <laughs> one, two, sixty-nine. He starts beatboxing. Boo-boo-ka. Well, my name's Randy Randy, and I'm here to say I'm the smurfiest man in the USA. He continues beatboxing and opens a can of blue paint. He begins to paint himself blue at table. Oh my god, you guys, there's the weirdo that ruined our wedding dinner. He said he was allergic to semen or something. Oh yeah, god. I hope he doesn't recognize us. On stage. I'm blue. Dabba-dee, dabba-die. Dabba-dee, Randy looks out into the room. He stops singing. Oh, my goofiness. I'm sorry, ladies and gentle worms, but I see some old friends. I will return shortly. He walks off stage and across the room and pulls up a chair at the table. He's painted blue from head to toe. Hello, party people. Did you just beam here from the moon? Uh, hi, Randy. Hi. Hey, Randy. Hello, Randy. You still elite allergic to semen, bro? Great question. I am not. I'm sure you've all heard of allergy shots. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've been getting allergy shots. <laughs> I've been getting allergy shots. 
<laughs> they inject, they inject trace amounts of semen into my body so I can build up a resistance to it. <laughs> Silence. Um, whose semen exactly? Oh, anyone's really. <laughs> <laughs> we started with mine, which I produced through self pleasure. <laughs> but now a rotating cast of friends and family. <laughs> Regularly stop by to deposit. You could do if you'd like. Nah, I, I'm good. Emily quickly gulps down wine. Emily. I can tell you've had a child since we've seen last. Jesus. Oh my god, Randy, you really can't say that. What? She's positively radiant. Her jowl hangs slightly. <laughs> Her jowl hangs slightly lower. Her bosoms droop with ampleness. <laughs> And I'm almost <laughs> certain. <laughs> I'm almost certain that her nipples have been worked over like a delicious piece of Wrigley's juicy fruit. <laughs> Fuck you, Randy. Yeah, Randy, eat ass. <laughs> Sadly, I can't. <laughs> you see, I am allergic to ass. <laughs> Bullshit, weirdo. You are not allergic to ass. No, it's true. <laughs> you see, just two years ago, I met a woman named Vivian Ward. <laughs> She was a sex worker, but I paid her to accompany me on a series of business events. We fell in love, and I ran up the fire escape to kiss her. She asked me to munch her fart box, so I did. My throat started to swell, and she had to administer an EpiPen. I'm lucky to be alive. Randy, that's the plot of Pretty Woman. Julia Roberts is literally named Vivian Ward in that movie. You're a lying piece of shit. I assure you the ass-eating part is true. <laughs> I don't want to do this, but if one of you would drop your pants, I can prove it to you right now. Uh, Truth stands up. All right. I think it's time for you to go. Wait. Please let me explain myself. Explain what, Randy? You came and sat down, insulted my appearance, talked about eating ass, and now you want to explain yourself? I've been going through a hard time. A tear forms in his eye. Sheila rolls hers. Jesus Christ. Wait, wait. Hear him out. Thank you, small dick. <laughs> Remember that during this entire monologue, Randy is painted blue. You may remember from our last encounter that my father <laughs> is late Toronto mayor who loved to smoke crack, Rob Ford. 
Yes. Of course. When he passed a few years ago, I was completely rudderless. I started giving myself paper cuts under my fingernails and drinking tap water. And since I'm not allowed out of the house without a legal guardian, I couldn't go anywhere. That's so sad. But soon, my bald Prince Charming rode in on a penis-shaped steed. I was adopted by Jeff Bezos, CEO of Amazon. <laughs> Life was good for a few years until... Another tear forms in his eye. My parents split. My adopted dad, Jeff Bezos, and my adopted mom, Mackenzie Scott, couldn't stand to be around each other anymore. So you see, I'm a child of divorce. <laughs> that really doesn't explain your behavior, Randy. I'm trying to get better. I took this lounge singer gig so I could work on my people skills. Did you notice who the host was? Everyone looks t- <laughs> Everyone looks to the man standing in the corner who introduced Randy earlier. It's Jeff Bezos. I chose my father. He does wacky stuff like take me to space and wear a cowboy hat. Wow, that's that's actually Jeff Bezos. Jeff tips his cowboy hat in their direction. (laughs) Well, I better get up and finish my set. It's been a pleasure. It really hasn't. Goodbye, Randy. Yeah, see you later, you fuck. Randy stands up. Micah stands up and turns him to face away from the table. Hey, Randy. Yes. (laughs) I got an EpiPen in the car (laughs) and an ass that needs eight. Meet me out back in half an hour? You got it, friend. (laughs) (laughs) Micah nods, he goes back to his table. Randy takes the stage. Mr. Blue Guy, please tell us why you had to hide away for so long. So So long! Fade to black. The end. A truly special moment. Jesus Christ. I think that's the hardest I've ever, ever made Trevor laugh. (laughs) Oh my God. Fucking the the return of Randy Randy and it's a different sketch. That's what really got me. Yeah, Yeah, that is it. That is a sequel seven years after the first one. (laughs) At least, yeah. And we get closure. Like it's a nice We get closure. Putting a little bow on that. (laughs) Some of the stuff that I didn't think was funny while I was writing it (laughs) as it slowed down became funnier when you're like, who's semen? I'm like, oh anyone. That was my favorite that was my favorite part. And, and I'm sorry, I, your nipples look like they've been chewed upon like a delicious piece of really juicy fruit. I almost had to walk away. That's that's not the first time that my breasts have been described that way, by the way. So. I just want to say oh for God. everyone listening that they probably think I hate women after this episode. And they're not- right. They're right. 100%. Jacob tells me all the time, man, I, I, I just no, hate No, no, no. I'm Jacob Godby and I hate women. I'm playing a character. <laughs> it's really convincing when you say it like that. 
Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> playing multiple characters is what I meant. Um, thank you all for indulging Sean and I. <laughs> Although we did, we did get one written by Bree in there. <laughs> yeah, we got a Bree sketch in there. Um, thank you for giving up your night yeah, to sorry, do this. I, uh, I ran out of ideas, but you know. Got I used one all mine up in the oh, last good. sketch episode. How long ago? Eight yeah, years ago? The one is still one of my favorites, Trevor. Uh, I mm-hmm. did. That was a good one. That was a good yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, thank you all for being here uh, to join us on the penultimate episode of Ginger on Ginger. I'm going to miss nights like these, um, but we can always just do them and we don't have to record we them. We don't either, have to record so. everything in our lives. Yeah. I only do things if they're recorded. We could just do what? a sketch show for us. You can yeah. yell at me about Aww. my microphone volume anytime you want. <laughs> I don't yell. <laughs> it's a very gentle raising of the voice. <laughs> um, Sean, where can listeners find you? Um, I'm Sean underscore K underscore on Instagram. I'm Dr. Zorders on everything else, um, either DR or spelled out doctor. So good luck, bitches. Um I'm in a sketch show at Kickstand this March. Uh, come see the better version of the Spaghetti Seance sketch. <laughs> <laughs> Casey, where can people find you? Uh, I'm on Instagram at Racy Chapman, R-A-C-Y Chapman, like the singer. And uh, yeah, check me out at the Roxy and any open mic that will have me here in Missoula, Montana. Bree, where can people find you? Well, um, now that I'm doing graphic design, um, I have a Instagram for that. Uh, it's at May Zender Design May like the month, um, and uh, you know I'm I'm not doing any comedy stuff at the moment. But you know, if you DM me on Instagram, I'll tell you a joke. Oh, that's cool. Actually, that's nice. Is there a cost associated? <laughs> Four hundred dollars. Oh, that's okay. not bad. And too rich Trevor, for my blood. Where can people find you? You can't. I'm in the fucking wind. I'm off social media. I like don't go outside. Nah, no one's finding me. Trevor uses right. DuckDuckGo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. Everyone laughed. What is that? It's a. It's like the. It's a search engine that doesn't track your. Yeah, searches. your searches. Oh, I, okay. All right. So and it's like Alex, a worse Google, but it's exclusively less... used by Alex Jones. Yeah. <laughs> Alex, where can people find you? Um, in my home. Just walk in. Um, everybody here <laughs> is in COVID quarantine. It's not fun, but, uh, we just sit in our rooms all day. So I got an ass that needs something done to Found it. Him. So come on over. <laughs> also, uh, Ginger's on Ice Bozeman show has been rescheduled to January 29th. So if you already bought a ticket, it counts for that. If you haven't bought a ticket, uh, I promise that none of these sketches will have, <laughs> will be in the show uh, unless you want them to be. But uh, it's just me and Alex, so we'll have to figure out casting. But we do have some new sketches that were too good for this episode. Uh, we had to save them for the live <laughs> show. But thank you all again for being here. Love you all. Uh, really appreciate it. Love Bye. you. Congratulations. Bye. Congrats on on, on completion of a podcast. podcast. You got the syndication. We'll remember you. Yes, that was it, Trevor. We wanted to get to syndication. We're yeah. gonna be on iHeartRadio. <laughs> <laughs> find Give the, find the backlog on on Earwolf. Yep, yep, exactly. Earwolf. Stitcher Premium. <laughs> okay, everybody it's have right. a good now evening. I did the bumper. <laughs> Thank All you. Right. Say bye, bye in a weird voice, right? Bye. 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 So long. Ugh. <laughs>
Ginger on Ginger is brought to you by Freddy Fish's Tartar Palace. Tartar, good enough to eat.